right. Welcome into Devori Darkens Live. Always grateful to be here with you. This is recorded. So you can go back and replay this, rewatch this, re listen to it, however you want to do it. We're going live right now on YouTube. Uh, we're live on Facebook and TikTok as well. And by the way, if you're just joining us for the very first time, the way that you can make sure that you are supporting the show is through subscribing and liking. And obviously that function is different on depending on the platform you're on. Either way, that's how you can support this show because this show is about you and helping you get what you want. It's exactly what this show is about. And we help you do that by really assisting you in finding purpose, uh, getting you to understand the way your mind works so you can change it, and helping you take the right actions in your life. That's what it's really about. So, where do we start? We start with the affirmation of the day. And this is going to go by really quickly on today's show. Um, the affirmation of the day is I'm so grateful now that I'm understanding myself more and more. Understanding myself. Because that's the source of it. That's the source of your success and your failures uh, is you. You're the solution. You're the answer. You're the problem. It all comes down to you and what you're thinking about. So what I'm going to do today is really dive more into that in understanding three things primarily. And we're going to get to that. But when I say this affirmation of the day, truly understand what I'm saying. You're saying to yourself, I'm going to start understanding more and more about who I am. Just think about what will change in your life if you understand yourself more, if you understand why you feel the way that you do, why you do the things that you do, why do you think the way that you do, and how to change it. Just imagine what will happen, right? So having said all that, uh, that is the affirmation of the day, which leads to our main topic Three mistakes. Now, I'm bringing up these mistakes because usually when I do these shows, I don't really talk about mistakes quite often and really make the entire show about a particular mistake. But I really feel compelled this morning to bring this up because I find, as simple as this may sound, the vast majority of people overlook this. And in a lot of cases, they don't even know that's what they're doing. So what are those, what are those three uh, mistakes that we are talking about? We're talking about three mistakes that are stopping you from achieving your goals in life. That's what, what, what we're talking about. What are those three mistakes that are stopping you from achieving your goals? Maybe you've been trying to manifest certain things. Maybe there's some goals that you set for yourself. Maybe you don't even have no idea what you want. You don't even know where you're going. I can guarantee you're making these three mistakes. I made them plenty of times in my life. So I know about this firsthand. And I've helped others through this with my clients. So we're not talking about theory today. 
you guys will be able to see for yourself uh, if or whether or not you're making these mistakes in the first place. Um, and you just look at the results. If you're not getting the outcomes you want, it has everything to do with what's happening in your mind. That's exactly what is happening. And so we're just going to get right into it. What are those three mistakes? Well, mistake number one, mistake number one is not having a clear, concise mental picture of what you want. That very simple statement, but really ask yourself, do you right now have a clear, concise mental picture of what you want? Think about it. Let me know. Put it in the comment section. Do you have a clear, concise mental picture of what it is that you want in life? How clear are you on it? Why is this so important? Well, let's read about it. Let's read about it. This would be in the Science of Getting Rich, Chapter 8. Where Wallace D. Waddles writes, you must form a clear and definite mental picture of what you want. You cannot transmit an idea unless you have it yourself. You must have it before you can give it. And many people fail to impress their subconscious mind because they have themselves only a vague and misty concept of the things that they want to become, to do, or to have. Your subconscious mind is not stupid. It knows what you're attempting to do. And if you're very vague with your instructions to your subconscious mind, you're going to get a vague response. So how many of you have a clear, concise mental picture of what you want? If you don't have it, that's mistake number one. That's mistake number one. Let's read a little bit more about this. This is really good, by the way. You're going to love this. I'm just hopping straight into it today. So if you get into a taxi and give a half a dozen different directions to the driver within five minutes... This driver would become hopelessly confused and probably would refuse to take you anywhere. It's the same when you're working with your subconscious mind. There must be a clear-cut idea in your mind of what you want. How many different directions have you been given your mind? Day one, you say you want this. Day three, then you want this. Day 10, you want this. You're all over the place. And I'm saying this because <laughs> I had to hold myself accountable to this. We have to have one major idea of what we want, and it has to be clear and concise. It can't be vague. It can't be broad. It, 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 you know, it's kind of like the whole statement that I learned from Bob Proctor. Oh, well, I want a lot of money. All right, well, what is a lot of money? You know, no one knows what lots of is, right? A lot. I want lots of money, <laughs> you know? So if you think about it, a lot of money could be $10 to somebody. <laughs> it could be $100. Is that what you want? Or is there a particular number that you want? Now, usually when this is a topic of conversation with a client of mine, 
I usually get them to say, okay, have you run the numbers? Do you know the exact number that you want? Or are you just making it up? Like if you're a person making up the number, you're, you're, that's not going to work. You have to know what you're going to do with the money. That's why you have to run the numbers. When you run the numbers, you're becoming very clear and concise with the main idea that you want to focus on and place into your subconscious mind. Now, if you're just joining us and you're like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about you. I'm talking about how do you get the things that you want in your life? It starts in the subconscious mind. You have to make a change in there. The subconscious mind controls everything. It controls your body organs, controls how you behave. It controls how you feel. It controls everything that you're doing, and it controls exactly what you attract in your life. It's an automatic system. So we have to change the programming in the automatic system to get different results in our life. And how do we do that? We first have to stop making this mistake of being very vague with our ideas in our mind because the subconscious mind is picking that up. So if you say, well, you know, I, I haven't been able to manifest more money or I haven't been able to earn more money or I haven't been able to be, I haven't been able to get this business off the ground. How clear are you on the outcome? Nine times out of 10, when we really get down to it, you've been spending 90% of your time thinking about what you don't want. You haven't really spent any time thinking about what you do want, why it's possible, what it actually looks like, what it would feel like. You're not doing that. That's why you're not clear. You have to have a clear uh, message to your subconscious mind. Let's read it again. If you get into a taxi or an Uber, right? Well, you already have to have the destination on there, of course. But let's say you get into a taxi and you give a half a dozen different directions to the driver. And within five minutes, this driver would become hopelessly confused and probably would refuse to take you anywhere. It's the same way that your subconscious mind works. If you keep giving it conflicting information, you're going to get a response that's conflicting. So, for example, if in one breath you're thinking about what you want, you get excited about it, you're enthused about it, you're like, yeah, that would be really nice. I'd really love to start that business or I'd really love to go after that promotion or I'd really like to improve my family uh, relationships, whatever it is. Well, and then five minutes later or 10 minutes later, you're already thinking why you can't do it. You've sent two conflicting messages to the subconscious mind. They cancel each other out. This is why you have to be very, very clear on what it is that you want. You just have to be. So how do you get clear, right? That would be a follow-up question that some of you guys are probably already thinking about. How would you get clear? Well, number one, you got to find what really lights you up, what you have a burning desire for, what you have a purpose for. This is why step one, I always, in the Purpose Blueprint course, it's all about finding your purpose because your purpose is based on what you love to do. And from that place, you can start getting very clear on what it is that you want because what you want is coming from a place of love, what you desire. And if you're not in tune with your purpose in life, 
you can get clear on what you want, but in the end, you might find that's not actually what you wanted. How do we know this to be true? Because how many of you guys know what it feels like to succeed in something and then feel like something's missing? It's because you set a goal that wasn't in alignment with what you really cared about, which is your purpose in life. That's why. So to avoid that depressing moment, start with your purpose. Start with finding out what you would really love to do. What you are obsessed with. If there's no burning desire or obsession, the chances of you sticking it through without quitting, it's slim. That's why so many people quit. I know this because I've done it myself. If you do not have a burning desire, you will give up. It's just only a matter of time. So to get that clear mental picture of what it is that you want, you got to have a burning desire for it in the first place. You got to want it. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. That, that's the crazy part about it too is sometimes people think, well, this is what that person wants, so maybe I should want the same thing. No, you got to get clear on exactly what you really want. All right? You have to. And this is what I was saying. Your failure to get what you want also arises from such statements as things are only getting worse. I'm not getting the answers I need. I'm confused. This is hopeless. Things are not working. It's taking forever. Where is it at? When you say such statements, you get no response or cooperation from your subconscious mind. The mistake here is you're not sending clear, concise mental uh, images to your subconscious mind. You're not clear on the outcome that you want. I want you guys to really take a moment and really digest what I'm saying. If you have something coming up, and it doesn't matter how big or small of a deal it may be. Maybe you have an important meeting that you have to participate in. Maybe you have an important conversation that needs to take place with your children or your significant other. Uh, maybe there's an important action that must be taken in your business that you must take in your business or at work, whatever it is, it's something of importance that's coming up. It could be today, tomorrow, next week, whatever it is. Step number one to avoid making this mistake is get clear on what it is that you want to happen in the end. So let's just use the meeting, for example. If you are an individual where you have a meeting coming up that's very important and you're the one that has to lead the meeting, what am I telling you to do? What I'm telling you to do is this. Take some moments, a couple of minutes, and picture the meeting ending successfully. What does that actually look like in your mind? Here's where the mistake is made. People don't even think how they want the meeting to go. They're not clear on how they want the meeting to go. And they're too, they're too busy. They're too busy spending time thinking about what they hate about the meeting, what they don't like about the meeting, what they fear will happen in the meeting. And so what happens? They go into the meeting, 
and everything that they were thinking about, that's exactly what happens. That's the energy they walked in the room with. That's the energy they set themselves up to receive. So to get over this mistake and stop making it, practice seeing the outcomes that you want in your daily life. And you can build on that towards bigger ideas that you may have. Like, for example, if you, and and maybe it should be said this way, if you can develop the habit of seeing the days or how you want your day to go, if you could develop the habit of doing that, whether that's the night, whether that's the night before, like right before you fall asleep, you picture exactly what you want to happen tomorrow, or when you wake up in the morning, you picture what you want to happen today, regardless, develop the habit of doing that. If you could develop the habit of doing that, you're setting the foundation to do that with bigger ideas that come up in your mind. Bigger idea might mean you want to end your career and start a business. You know, a bigger idea might mean you want to move out of state. You know, a bigger idea might mean you want to shift careers. You know, it doesn't matter. The point is, is the habit of developing or creating a clear, concise mental picture in your conscious mind first and being very clear about that. All right. When we're not doing that, we're making a mistake. What's the second mistake that we're making? And this is a good one. You guys are going to love this. And this may take up the bulk of the time. We'll see. You are thinking or saying words to yourself that trigger resistance. That's exactly what's happening. So, for example, you get clear on what it is that you want, right? But then you start thinking about things like, well, um, I'm not, I'm not too, but how is that going to happen? You're triggering resistance. You trigger this emotion of not believing. You start setting off these chain of events in your conscious mind of doubt and worry because you started off with the question of, well, how is this going to happen? How long is this going to take? Yeah, but last time that didn't work. Every time you say things like that, you trigger resistance inside. So what happens? Your subconscious mind rejects that clear mental picture that you had. Immediately. Really digest what I'm saying today. You got what you want in your mind. You've seen it. But then... You start repeating negative affirmations to yourself. Well, how is this going to happen? When is it going to happen? I don't know. How much is it going to cost? I don't know if I can do that. You're triggering resistance inside of you. You're causing your subconscious mind to cancel out that mental picture that you had. And when you start thinking that way, when the resistance is triggered, oh, you'll feel it. You'll start feeling uncomfortable. You'll start feeling anxious, and it's just going to get to a point where you what? Procrastinate. It's not a good position to be in. So in one of my episodes, I talked about you have to be very intelligent with the way that you speak to yourself. 
You really do. And get this. This is where this idea that I'm giving you today really goes deep because it happens on both polarities, meaning when you're repeating negative things to yourself, you're triggering resistance. And did you know that you can say positive statements to yourself and trigger resistance? You might want to listen to what I'm saying right now. You can literally say something positive to yourself and it triggers resistance. It makes you not believe even more. It makes you question even more. So for example, um, if you historically have been participating in toxic meetings, for you to tell yourself, this is going to be one of the best meetings ever, your subconscious mind is going to sit there and say, no, it's not. Because for the past 12 months, all meetings have been toxic. What are you talking about? And how do you know your subconscious mind is doing this? Because when you repeat a positive statement to yourself and immediately you feel like, uh, I don't know. That's how you know there's resistance. Immediately you, you can feel it. Ah, uh, this doesn't, that, I don't believe that. That doesn't feel right. It doesn't resonate. I don't feel the vibes in what I just said. Are you guys picking up what I'm putting down here? The second mistake that's stopping you from achieving your goals is that you're triggering resistance inside of you through the thoughts that you think and what you say to yourself. Whether that be negative, where you start questioning, you start doubting, you start worrying, you know, you start thinking about things that are irrelevant and outside of your control and you stop focusing on what it is that you want it. And on the flip side of that is you start trying to use positive affirmations that trigger resistance, affirmations that you clearly don't believe in that in the past you've had a negative relationship with. It ain't going to work. So instead of saying, oh, this is going to be the best meeting ever. Maybe, just maybe, you might say, this meeting can be better than the last one. That feels a little bit more comfortable. That feels a little bit more easy to believe. Your subconscious mind at that point is going to say, yeah, of course. It could be better than the last one. But to go from one extreme to the to the other side, this is what I'm saying. Sometimes when we're when we're really looking to use affirmations, the mistake that people usually make is that they're using affirmations that are not really tailored to them. They're just copying affirmations they heard. You don't want to do that. You want to find affirmations that really resonate with you in a positive way, you want to use affirmations that do not trigger resistance. Because as soon as you trigger resistance, your mind is it's not going to execute what you want. You're not going to do it. So sometimes I'm working with clients and, you know, they'll, they'll be like, um, I have to I have to basically get them to say for themselves that they're just getting a little better and that's good because they can believe that. 
Now, in my eyes, they've made huge changes. But if we start talking like that, they're going to trigger, it's going to trigger some resistance and they're going to be like, nah, 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 see this. And their subconscious mind is just going to work against them. Or sometimes I will rephrase an affirmation that somebody is saying. So instead of saying, you know, I am rich, I am wealthy, which your mind's like, no, you're not. Maybe you could just say, I'm learning to become rich. I'm learning to become wealthy. That doesn't, that sounds more believable. You know, or you know what, instead of saying, I, I believe in myself. No, you don't. Because when you say it, you're like, I don't believe in myself. Then you could just say, you know what? I'm learning to believe in myself. I'm getting better at believing in myself. Um, my, my finances are improving. My business is improving. My relationships are improving. That feels better. Listen, avoid the mistake of looking for the perfect affirmation to copy from some book or from what someone else said. Find the affirmation. Come up with an affirmation that resonates with you, that makes you feel good because feeling is the secret. And it's also in both ways. Feeling is the secret to your failure and feeling is the secret to your success. So if you trigger resistance, meaning you trigger a negative emotion inside of you, it's going to lead to failure. If you trigger positive emotions inside of you, it will lead to success. Right? So mistake number one that's stopping you from achieving your goals is you don't have a clear idea of what you want. It's not clear. You keep sending conflicting messages to your subconscious mind. And why do you need to know that? Because it's your subconscious mind that controls your behavior. It's the subconscious mind that controls the energy that you send out and what people pick up from you. So when people come around you, how do they feel? That's based on what's happening in your subconscious mind. Also, if you're sending conflicting messages to your subconscious mind, you will not get the intuitive ideas. You're blocking yourself from getting the ideas you need to move forward. So when you're thinking about what you want and then you're thinking about what you don't want and then you think about what you want and then you're thinking about what you don't want, you're, you're not in the spirit of it. You're not in a creative mindset. So you're in a negative mindset and what happens is that blocks you from getting the answers. So that's mistake number one. Mistake number two is you're triggering resistance within yourself. And that can happen on both sides. One, you speak negatively to yourself and you're focusing on the wrong things that are outside of your control. And the second way is you're trying to repeat affirmations that someone told you to repeat instead of finding out affirmations that resonate with you. Let's read it because this is not my opinion. Your affirmation succeeds best when it is specific and when it does not produce a mental conflict or argument inside. Hence, when you make statements that will end up making matters worse, 
you just reinforce the negative belief inside. Your subconscious mind accepts what you really feel to be true, not just idled words or statements. The dominant idea or belief is always accepted by the subconscious mind. And this is also in Think and Go Rich, uh, which is located in chapter uh, Auto Suggestion, which would be chapter four, page 108, actually. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind. With thoughts or spoken words which have been well emotionalized with belief. Let me say that again. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words which have been well emotionalized with belief. Right? And this is why I read it to you here where it says your subconscious mind accepts what you really feel to be true, not just idle words or statements. The dominant idea or belief is always accepted by the subconscious mind. So again, avoid the mistake of triggering resistance. Don't say things that do not make you feel good, right? Or uh, maybe I should rephrase that. Stop making statements to yourself that trigger resistance. Okay? And how do you know you're doing that? All you have to do is become aware of how you feel after you, you said something to yourself. How do you feel? How do you feel about it? Does it feel good when you said it? Or does it feel like there's some doubt, some resistance, you don't believe? That's how you're going to know. It's that simple. That's simple. Okay. So number one, we talked about you have to form a clear mental picture of exactly what you want, because that's the only way you're going to be able to transmit the idea to your subconscious mind. Think about what I'm saying. If you're sending conflicting messages to your subconscious mind, what are you going to get back? It's not going to work. Right? It's not going to work. And I believe I read that to you. Uh, when I gave you this analogy, if you get into a taxi and give half a dozen different directions to the driver within five minutes, this driver would become hopeless, confused, and probably would refuse to take you anywhere. You procrastinate. You feel like you're stuck in quicksand, right? Because you, you're conflicting. You got overthinking. You have to focus on exactly what you want. The practical exercise I gave you in order to do that would be to start practicing the habit of seeing the outcome that you want to experience in something as small as meetings that you're going to take a part in or conversations you're going to have with people you care about or even things you want to do throughout the day. See these tasks or actions happening successfully. See the end result that you want. For example, this morning I was laying down 
right as soon as I woke up, I was very relaxed, of course. And I saw that this show today would be very successful and that people would say, man, this is, you, you really helped me out today. Uh, that's what I saw in my mind. And that's exactly what's happening right now. Mistake number two is triggering resistance by your inner talk. So if you're speaking down on yourself or guessing and doubting everything that's happening, you're going to trigger negative emotions within you. You're going to trigger resistance towards what it is that you said that you wanted. And you can also do that on the other side of it when you're trying to do it from a positive point of view, which this is a very important uh, idea to really understand is if you're saying positive things to yourself, but you don't believe it, you'll trigger resistance. You have to say things to yourself that feel good. If there's no feeling, you're wasting your time. This is what I just read. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You have to find the words, the statement that really makes you get into the feeling of it. And that's not a script. That's not something you go find in a book somewhere. That's something that you look within yourself and you get clear on like, okay, what does feel good to me? How can I frame this in a right way? This is why it's great to have a mentor, by the way. So that's the second thing. What's the third mistake? Well, the third mistake is you're not relaxed. What does being relaxed, calm, and poised have to do with you achieving your goals in life? Everything. Everything. Step one, let's say you're following my directions. You got clear on exactly what you wanted. You're clear. It's crystal clear. Step number two, you start thinking about all the ways that it can happen. You start saying positive things to yourself that feel good. You're not having any resistance towards what you said that you wanted. Step number three is when you move into action, you need to be in a relaxed state. Because if you're not, you're going to self-sabotage yourself. You're going to block the answers from coming to you that help you continue to move forward towards what you said that you wanted. A great example of this is if we're in a meeting and we're brainstorming on trying to solve a particular problem in the company and you've got two out of the 10 people continuing to say negative things and are nervous and they're in a state of doubt, what are they going to do to the energy of everyone else in the room? It's going to block the creativity. It's going to kill the meeting. That's exactly what happens when you're not relaxed. When you're not relaxed, you're killing the creative side of you. You're shutting it away. When you're not relaxed, that means you're not in a state of belief. Um, you're not in a state of expectation. You're not exercising faith. When you're tense and you're overwhelmed and you're stressed out and you're filled with anxiety, uh, you've closed yourself off from getting the answers that you seek. That's exactly what has happened. That's exactly what has happened. Let me read this to you. This might help you. It might make a little bit more sense. The right answer that you seek is inevitable when your thoughts are positive, constructive, and loving. From this, it is perfectly obvious that the only thing you have to do in order to overcome the failures in your life is to get your subconscious mind to accept an idea by feeling that it is a reality right now. 
But that cannot happen when you're not feeling good, when you're tense, when you're stressed out. You won't get the answers. Why do you think the most successful professionals at what they do are calm when everybody sees chaos? Because they're relaxed. They're focused on what they want. They're not allowing, <clears throat> excuse me, they're not allowing the outside to control the inside. When you become very relaxed and calm, how more productive will conversations be? How more productive will you be in the actions that you take? What type of energy do you give off in a room full of others that you're working with? This is why I'm saying the first language in the universe is energy. If you walk in a room stressed out and you're trying to have an important conversation, you've already started it off wrong. Because people can pick up on that energy and it doesn't feel good. So you're clear on what you want. You understand that you got to stop triggering resistance within yourself. Now you have to start understanding you need to keep yourself in a relaxed state. This is exactly where you want to live your life. Relaxed. Feeling good. Poised. Calm. Poised and calm. That's what you want to do. Now, I don't really think I have to get into depth on why, but for the people in the back, um, the energy you send out is what you get back. That's why. The energy you send out is what you get back. So if your energy is doubt, worry, fear, stress, anxiety, that's exactly what's going to happen. So one of the best things that you can read to truly start understanding what I've been saying today um, is from the book, As a Man Thinketh. By James Allen. <clears throat> and the chapter that you would want to bring your attention to would be uh, the chapter called Serenity, which is the last chapter. And I'll just read the first couple of sentences, but you guys can take it from there. Calmness of mind is one of the beautiful jewels of wisdom. Calmness of mind, meaning your mind is calm, you're in a relaxed state, is one of the beautiful jewels of wisdom. It is the result. How do you achieve that? It's the result of long and patient effort and self-control. You got to get in control of yourself. This is why I said, if you're triggering resistance, you're not in control. You're out of control. Its presence is an indication of ripened experience and a more than ordinary knowledge of the laws and operations of thought. A person can become calm in the measure that they understand themselves as a thought-evolved being. I read this in The Science of Getting Rich. We are a thinking center. We are at the center of all thought. All we see in this world, is it comes from thought. The first step in creating anything in this life is thought. We think about it first. That's why I said, you want to avoid the mistake of being vague. You want to be clear on what it is that you want. When you're not clear and you're vague, 
to be relaxed and calm, that's a, sl a slippery slope. Uh, let's see here. A man or a person becomes calm in the measure that they understand themselves as a thought-evolved being. For such knowledge necessitates the understanding, produces the understanding of others as the result of thought. So when you see another person, you start understanding, oh, if they're not relaxed, if they're not calm and they're uptight and they're stressed out, oh, I know why. It's because of what they're thinking about. Because our minds all work the same way. There's only one mind and it all works the same way. If someone's out of control, it's because they're not thinking for themselves. If you're out of control, it's because you're not thinking for yourself. Bottom line. For such knowledge necessitates the understanding of others as the result of thought. And as you develop a right understanding, you will see more and more clearly the internal relationships of things by the action of cause and effect which helps you cease to fuss and fume and worry and grieve and remain poised, steadfast, and serene. So instead of you sitting there allowing small things to get you upset, instead of allowing what somebody said or did to impact you, instead of you thinking about, oh my God, what's going to happen next week? When is this going to happen? You're not thinking that way. You're poised. You're calm. You're relaxed. This is so crucial in the path of achieving what you want in life. People who are erratic all over the place in a state of anxiety and stress, they're, they're going to self-sabotage. They're going to get in their own way. When you make a decision from a place of anxiety, just ask yourself, is that a smart decision? Or is that is that a decision that probably won't turn out to be a success? Just think about it. What's the energy behind the decision? Fear, scarcity, lack. That's what sets up anxiety. So we have to understand. We have to understand that we have to be clear on what it is that we want. We also have to understand that we should be repeating affirmations and speaking about what we want in a way that does not trigger resistance. And number three, that's going to help us maintain uh, a state of feeling relaxed, uh, poised, steadfast, serene, like he writes. The calm person, having learned how to govern themselves, knows how to adapt himself to others, and they in turn reverence his spiritual strength and feel that they can learn from him and rely upon him. So said in another way, when you are a calm individual, because you've learned how to be in control of yourself, um, and you also know how to adapt yourself around people that you may be around. So for example, when you're around negative people, you know, you have to stay clear on what it is that you want. You got to think your own truth. You got to stay in control of you. You can't allow what other, other people are doing. You understand that? And by being that way, um, people will start being inspired by your strength, your self-control, and they're going to feel like they can learn something from you, and they're going to want to be around you. So the more tranquil a person can become, the greater their success, their influence, their power for good. So 
what am I saying today? These are three mistakes that I would, I would say they're as simple to do, but also simple not to do. And I would say they're the least understood. I don't think people really understand what I said today. I think 95 out of 100 people don't understand. Not yet. They can, but not yet. You know how I know this? Because I didn't understand. I was like, oh, well, that's a nice paragraph. It's nice to hear that. But do I really understand it on an emotional level? Am I really operating my life in that way? That's how you know. Because it shows up in your results. So it may sound simple, but the question is, are you crystal clear on what it is that you want? Are you repeating affirmations to yourself that empower you or are they triggering resistance? And number three, are you relaxed? Are you calm? Are you poised? Or are you out of control? Are you tense? Are you stressed out? Are you filled with anxiety? I'll let you answer those questions because that tells you the work that you are going to have to do if you want to get whatever it is that you want in your life. I want to read something to you guys because this is really good. The thoughtless, the ignorant uh, people see only the apparent effects of things and not the things themselves. They speak of luck and fortune and chance. When they see somebody win, they say, oh my God, that person is lucky. And here's the issue. They do not see the trials, the failures, the struggles, which that individual had to go through voluntarily in order to gain the experience they needed to achieve the success that they've achieved. You see, I didn't get to this show today because, you know, I'm randomly doing this. I got here today in helping people change their life through what I do by first changing my life. And that was a journey. And it's still a journey for the rest of my life. My life is always changing for the better. But of course, in the beginning, I had to go through what I'm talking about today, not being very clear, triggering resistance all the time, being in a state of anxiety. And I do this because a part of me doesn't want you to make the same mistakes that I did. But, you know, that's outside my control, of course. But also, I really want you to get this. I want you just to accept it. That it starts with you internally. And if you focus on what it is that you want with clarity and you believe in it, 
and you stay relaxed and you take your actions, it's going to happen. And what people don't seem to understand today is that is a process. It's a process. There's trial and error. You're going to think you're doing the right thing and then you realize, oh, I really wasn't as clear as I thought I was. Okay, let me go back. Let me get clearer. Let me make some tweaks. Let me ask some more questions. And then you're, you're back at it again. And then the results show up and then you're like, oh, that's not what I meant. I meant this. That's why it's a process. And I think because we don't hear of the process often, people believe that it's just by chance that people succeed. But they don't understand the time that went into getting the results. And that's something, this is not a mis another mistake to talk about, but it is a point that needs to be made, is you just have to resign your yourself to the fact that there's a timeline involved. You don't know when it's going to happen. But that's really none of your concern. Your concern is what am I doing every day to put myself in a position to receive what it is that I'm asking for? Am I clear on what it is that I want? Am I speaking as if it's going to happen in a way that doesn't trigger resistance? Am I taking the right actions? Am I relaxed? Am I calm? Am I poised? What is my attitude? Excuse me. What is my attitude about this? And when you start asking yourself questions like that, you're going to become very observant of where you're at in the process. And you can only get better. You can only get better. You can only get better at this. You should just start telling yourself that. I can only get better. I can't get worse. I can get better at this. I can learn how to do this better. I can believe more in myself. It's really about um, believing and really getting yourself there emotionally in what it is that you want. That's really what it's about here. And you can do it because you've done it before. So we're not talking about anything you haven't done before. What we're really saying is now you're going to make this a way of life. You're going to choose to think this way. You're going to be patient with yourself and take the time to get clear on whatever it is that you want. And you're not going to beat yourself up because you don't know what it is today. You're not going to do things like that. Instead of you like, oh, well, I still don't know what I want. What the heck's wrong with me? That statement is what is the mistake you're making. Your subconscious mind hears we're not clear. There's something wrong. And so that's what you get. But you have learned that in today's show. So now what are you going to do? You're going to say, well, you know what? I'm grateful that I am becoming clearer on what it is that I want. I'm grateful that I know that the answers are coming to me. I'm grateful that I'm enjoying the process. I'm grateful that I'm just getting 1% better every day. I'm grateful that I'm just doing the best job that I can. 
I'm grateful for where I am right now. All of these statements, for the most part that I've seen with clients, never trigger resistance because none of them are extreme. They're middle of the road, so to speak. Right? They're not too positive, you know, because your belief system is different than the next person. This is why what we say to ourselves is so important. So what I'm saying to myself, it's got to be different than what you're saying. I have a different belief system than you. Some things that you, you say don't trigger me, but maybe some things that I say trigger you. You have to be aware of that. And you are becoming aware of that because you were watching today. And now you're going to start saying things in a better way. And um, you're going to be more relaxed. Because you're not beating yourself up anymore. And you're starting to, to tell yourself things that are empowering, that feel good. And you're going to put yourself in a relaxed state. And let me just end it this way. How do you get yourself in a relaxed state? How does that actually happen? Obviously, there are a multitude of ways to do it. Meditation uh, for some people. Um, some people, they find yoga to be very relaxing. So, you know, some people say watching movies are relaxing. That's not the type of relaxing I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the feeling you get in your body when your muscles are relaxed and your mind is clear and you're not experiencing distractions. The state of relaxation, uh, the state of relax or the state that you're looking for when it comes to feeling relaxed is right when you wake up in the morning you're relaxed for that very first minute. And right before you go to sleep, you're relaxed. You're a little drowsy. You're relaxed. That's how relaxed you want to get. And when you're in that state, you should repeat seeing exactly what you want with clarity, feeling that emotion, and just repeating that to yourself. Your subconscious mind is going to accept it because the subconscious mind is accessed through emotions. When you're relaxed, you're in, you're in a positive emotion. When you're relaxed, your conscious mind moves out of the way and your subconscious mind is wide open. So that's how you can get relaxed um, by, or I guess I didn't really answer the question. So what I like doing is obviously not exposing myself to any technology. And then I close my eyes and tell myself I'm getting relaxed. My body is relaxing. My body is relaxing. My body is relaxed. My body is relaxed. And what happens? The subconscious mind hears that and you'll start to feel your body become relaxed. If you guys really want to know the power of the subconscious mind and really experience what I'm saying today, just do what I just said. Right after this show, Sit there for two minutes and really sit there and tell yourself, my body is relaxing. My legs are relaxed. My arms are relaxed. My body is relaxed. My muscles are relaxed. I guarantee within the two minutes, you will feel that way.
That's the power of the subconscious mind. So you can get yourself relaxed just by telling yourself to relax. Now, don't contradict it by having your phone in your hand and then the TV playing and then people running in front of you and you're right outside in the bright daylight where cars are passing by. Don't do that. Be very intentional and strategic. Go into a quiet place and then say those things to yourself. All right. What questions do you guys have about this today? What questions do you have? Let's see here. Good thing I just plugged my phone in because it was about to die. All right, let's check out. Let's check out your guys' comments here. I love your live. You're so precise. Thank you. Thank you for watching today. Yep. It's got to resonate. That's very true. Yep. As a man thinking by James Allen, the last chapter called Serenity. You can Google it. It's probably an audio tape on um, YouTube. The first mistake was not being clear on what you want. You're sending conflicted messages to your subconscious mind. The way you are explaining it makes it easier to understand. Good. I appreciate the feedback. I'm really happy to hear that. How do I create a new business idea? You probably already have some business ideas. Yep, I can only get better. How about if you're over the over 40 years old, if you're 40 years old or over, and you've been living in a negative way? What about it? How about this? How about if you're over 40 and you start living in a positive way? Think about that. What do you think will happen? You see how asking that question and thinking about it triggers resistance within you. It triggers you in a way that you stop believing that it's possible to change and that it's going to make a difference. So we want to change the way we describe what's happening inside in our life. Uh, desire underscore LaFrench. Should you be specific about things you want, house, $2 million, etc., or just vague abundance? Both. Both. Um, but what you're really looking for is statements that empower you, statements that you fall in love with. So here's a great question. What feels better? Uh, having a million dollars or being able to pay for vacations in full 
for your family members? Which one means the most to you? Which one triggers you emotionally in a positive way? It's the same question when it comes down to, well, I don't know which one I want. There's a couple of things I keep thinking about, Devorah. Which one? Same question. Which one do you feel more obsessed about? Which one do you feel more clear about? It's the, it's the feeling. It's the feeling that's so important. So let's say, for example, you're sitting there and you're like, well, I really want to start a business and I also want to go to school and I want to change my health. Okay. But which one of those do you already have a burning desire for? Which one of those are you already obsessed with? And let's say you're like, well, I'm really obsessed with starting this business. Then that's exactly what you should be doing. The mistake that I've seen happen, and I'm going to tell you guys right now, the results of this can be disastrous. If you do not take advantage of having a burning desire from, for something, you may find yourself stuck in a mental prison for quite some time. The burning desire is why you're here. It's what's going to get you up in the morning. And if you don't go after that thing, you're, you're, gonna, you're not living on purpose. But that's what happens with people. They have a burning desire in this scenario of starting a business, but their parents made them believe that they needed to go to college first. But they hate college. Where are they more likely to succeed? The thing they have a burning desire in or the thing that they hate? I'm talking about goals here. What would you say? That's the trick every time. You have to find the thing that you have a burning desire over. The thing that you are passionate about, that you love. The thing that's going to make you do the mental work that we talked about today. Why would you take the time to change the way you speak about yourself? Why would you study and understand this material? Uh, why would you make sure that you take moments before a meeting or a conversation to truly think about what you want? You wouldn't do that unless you really want it to. Which comes from a burning desire. See, that's the thing about self-help books. They've got phenomenal information in all of them. The issue is that someone doesn't have a burning desire to apply it. So they really don't get nothing out of the book except more knowledge. That's why the answer is not more knowledge. The answer is application and what you already know you should be doing. That's really the solution here. Let's see here. Uh, in a negative way of thinking, you're right. I'm so glad I tuned in. Time with family. Exactly. So if you focus on the thing that emotionally feels good and empowers you into action, then you're on the right track. But if you're thinking about something that and saying affirmations that make you feel like, oh, I don't know, 
then what do you think is going to happen? You're not going to move into action. This really today is an underrated show. This is a, this is topics and principles I don't think people talk about enough. It's kind of one of those things where I guess maybe people assume or you assume you already understand that or you understand this, but the results would say otherwise. Are you really clear on exactly what it is that you want? And are you repeating things to yourself that trigger resistance? And how relaxed, calm, and poised are you on a daily basis? Um, these three mistakes will stop you from achieving your goals. So what is something that you can do about all this? I've given you guys some practical steps. Practice the habit of doing this on a daily basis of seeing what you want to happen. Practice on a daily basis of finding words that do not trigger resistance. So reframing the way that you say things. Uh, cutting yourself off from speaking negatively about yourself. Uh, that's another thing. Right? Um, and then, and number three is don't allow your outside to control how you feel. Don't worry about the how and the when. Operate from a place of faith. Keep yourself relaxed. And the practical step to do that uh, is to practice relaxing in the first place, which I've given you some simple instructions. Just go to a quiet space, sit down, tell yourself that you're relaxed. Tell your body to relax. And your subconscious mind will make sure it happens. And now you have some practical exercises that you can do that you can develop as a habit in a way that you live your life. And what is that going to help you get in the end? It's going to help you get what you want. That's exactly what is going to happen. All right. I think we're going to end the show here. Very short show today. You provided a greater understanding. Thank you. Well, thank you for showing up. I do appreciate you. And everyone else who showed up on other platforms, of course, as well. So here's how we're going to end this. What I talked about today, you more than likely found value in. Um, so the homework here, the action step, the challenge is to go do it. So as soon as this ends, take the time to see what you want to happen today in a successful view. See the ending result. Um, be very observant of the way that you're speaking about yourself or your life or and what's happening. And make sure you practice feeling relaxed and calm for the rest of the day. Okay? Make sure you do that. And I'd love to hear what your results are tomorrow. All right, everyone, that's the show. Make sure if you want to go back and rewatch this or replay it or share it with somebody, you can do that by going to my YouTube channel, Devori Darkens. And if you're on TikTok, the link is in my bio, by the way. Also, you can listen to this again on Spotify, Apple, 
Amazon and Google Podcasts. You could do that too. So having said that, take care everyone and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.